And it is Thursday evening, everyone. And the weekend is right next door, pretty much. So definitely looking forward to a good weekend coming up. For me, I think it's actually going to be relaxing, which is going to be a first for me. But Amy is on vacation. CJ has a migraine. L is here today. And of course, we have Sean Peck with Hell Destroyer. The Hell Destroyer, <laughs> aka Sean Peck. That's me. Hey, guys. And Thank how are you, you doing today? Thank How's you, your Sean. week been? Thank you. Everything Sean, for being sucks. Oh, that's not good. That's what I say, you know, when everyone's like, how are you? How's everybody doing today? I was like, everything sucks. And they just go, whoa. I like, whoa. To, I like to shake things up. Everyone's like, you know, yeah, oh, you know, fine. Yeah, like when the waiter the waiter or waitress comes over and goes, how's everything tasting? I'm like, um, honestly? And then they go, ooh. And I'm like, all right, just kidding. But, uh, yeah, they're like, like they're like, to, they're like, oh. Yeah, I like to um, cause commotion and, and twist people a little bit but yeah let's get into it let's talk some heavy metal and comic books all right let's do it so uh at what age did you become uh obsessed with comic books <laughs> man it was early on um you know uh it was had to be kindergarten or something i mean i was i would take my bike down to 7-eleven and uh buy all the comic books on the rack which luckily i held on to some of those ones that i bought when i was a kid good um, i just found one from way back in the day werewolf by night 32 first moon night in a stack of comics oh no bags no boards nothing just like sitting there in a stack i'm like what the hell and like, you're like oh I my just, god yeah and so i just bought one slabbed in a seven five like for three grand a year before. And then I didn't even know I had one sitting in a freaking <laughs> stack of crap. So um, that was kind yeah, of cool. Yeah. But yeah, way back in the day and like every week, you know, man, I was at that, that at that spinner rack holding the Slurpee and um, digging it. Great. Uh, what were some of your uh, uh, early on uh, heroes of the college? All the, you know, love the Hulk, loved Iron Man. Um, all the Marvel stuff, you know, the er, the early Spider-Man, um, you know, X-Men really wasn't hot back then, but like Werewolf by Night, the Tomb of Dracula, um, all the Marvel stuff, pretty much Marvel team up was, you know, awesome. Fantastic Four, love Fantastic Four. And then Silver Surfer is my number one, but, you know, that was kind of that first run was you know, there was no Silver Surfer when I was kind of at that right. age. It was after right. the 70s run. Um, and then I loved a lot of DC, too, you know. But it was most, like Legion of Superheroes I liked a lot. Um, I didn't really, you know, I wasn't a really huge Batman guy. But um, I'd get some Flash. And now I'm heavy into Green Lantern. I'm trying to get, like, the whole Silver Age Green Lantern run. Oh, my goodness. Um, but just because the show's coming and I, I've been on a Green Lantern kick lately. Yeah, and uh, um, why is that for Green Lantern? I don't know, man. I was just, uh, you know, I'm specking a little bit on it. The show's coming, and then I got the first, you know, Guy Gardner, 
and then I got another guy Gardner, and then I got the freaking John Stewart. And oh then my I had a buddy in New York had a had a connection on a bunch of you know super cheap silver early silver age. So I got a bunch of those, and now I'm looking. I'm like, all I need is like another twenty of them, and I got you know first Sinestro, oh, first man. Star Sapphire, <laughs> and so like. I pretty much almost have the whole run, so I might as well just keep going down this just path. And they're not that expensive right now. So it's a good they're they're super undervalued. So I'm I'm definitely Yeah. Are you also an action figure collector as well? It's a good thing I'm not an action figure collector because <laughs> dude where would I put all that shit? I do, you know, I have like four sideshow quarter scale statues. Okay. I've got the yeah, I've got the Planet Hulk, I've got the Juggernaut, I've got the new Silver Surfer and the new Taskmaster. The Hulk and the Juggernaut, they're like freaking 80 pounds, dude. Like you can barely <laughs> like I assemble them on the floor, you know. I'm like, okay, I got right. to put it together. And then trying to carry that thing and set it was, you know, something I did not plan for. I did not plan for that. But um I do have so you know, I'm a bit I like the maestro, the Hulk, you know, the future Hulk guy. Oh, yeah. So I got I got the Maestro, I got the Fantastic Four. Um, that reminds me, man. I pre-ordered some Fantastic Fours. I haven't gotten. Them. I just I did the um, Galactus Hasbro Kickstarter a while ago, so that's still coming. That's a big giant Galactus. Um, and I'm all, I almost dude. So we're talking statues right now, but I um there was a Maestro, um, XM Studio, I think. Uh, uh -huh. That just came out, thirty-seven hundred bucks. Uh -oh. Have you seen that? Have you seen that thing on YouTube? It's insane. Uh, I have not. You got to check I'm, out the video. It's I'm like check it out. he's sitting on a throne. It's a throne piece. Yeah. And there's two other pieces that go next to it, and it's just like it's a trophy case of every, you name it. No, like Nova hat, Cerebro hat. He's got all these things in like oh, trophies next to him. Freaking Stormbreaker. Uh, Doctor Strange's cape. Uh, oh my goodness! It just goes, it goes on and on, and uh, it's it's insane. But it's thirty seven hundred bucks. I almost put the deposit down on it, and I go, you know what? I'm gonna wait. Like where would I? But it was. It's so you got to check it out. It's so badass. Juggernaut helmet. Like everybody. Like it's on there. That sounds. It's got two symbiotes too that are like trying to get out of the. These containers, it's got like venom and carnage next to each other. Like, oh, let me out. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking uh, venom and carnage. Now you're talking yeah. my language. I just, yeah. hey, I just won a 9.8 venom slab on whatnot last night. Oh, really? Uh, uh, I mean, uh, carnage, th uh, ASM 361. I the won the giveaway last night. I already have like three of them. I'm like, shit, I don't, I, you know, that's the last <laughs> thing I needed, but it, I'll take it, you know? Well, you'll take it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, also, um, in keeping with the uh, comic theme, uh, as a musician and, of course, a band, creating a band and songs, do you think using uh, comics uh, also played an important role? Well, I mean, I'm probably the most prolific heavy metal comic book song guy there is. I mean, I've got... On the new Death Dealer, there's uh, Assemble. So I got an Avengers song. I got Spirit of Vengeance by Cage, Doctor Doom by Cage, Planet Crusher by Cage, which is Galactus. 
Scarlet Witch by Cage. Plan of Attack is Iron Man, Death Dealer. Um, what am I missing? Sorcerer Supreme, Death Dealer. I just did, there's a new song on the new Cage record called Midnight Suns. That's eight. What am I missing? I'm missing uh shit anyways and there's more to come you know and, and then also even the even the fantastical stories that i create in some of the songs all you know heavily influenced from the comic book being you know the fantasy stuff being imprinted in my brain all the you know the ancient evil album which was a horror concept album the hell destroyer concept album you know that's all you know heavily comic book influenced and and oh, it's definitely. fun, man. I can create my own stories. I create my own pieces of art. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, I wanted to do a comic book with the Hell Destroyer album, but the artist was just too slow. And then, you yeah. know, um, I'm talking to, a, there's a couple of these, these IPs, intellectual properties that I have that I'm talking to actually some comic book. Okay. If we want to pick up and adapt. I'm kind of becoming, I was just telling Greg, I'm, I'm becoming... In the comic book world, almost as popular that I am in the music world at Hell, Hell Destroyer Comics because I'm on, I'm on whatnot like you know five nights a week, telling stories and telling jokes and selling comics for like three hours at a clip, and I got like a big ass following. And um, oh, that's moving. Yeah, and so it's fun as shit. It's a really and in, in, in Instagram too, because I, I buy a lot and then I'm also selling so. Uh, and then, you know, if you follow Instagram is Hell Destroyer Comics, but uh, we just bought, me and my buddy just bought out an entire booth at one of these Comic-Cons, like a big baller move where Torpedo oh, nice. Comics, which is one of the big players in the game, that's owned by the drummer of System of a Down. Um, oh, okay. They went out and they bought out all these booths and they asked this guy, like, this guy came up and he's like, hey man, Torpedo just offered to buy my whole booth and then he told me the price and I'm like, that seems pretty cheap. Like, what if I gave you a thousand bucks over that and like <laughs> made the deal and just got like insane stuff, mm. oh, including wonderful. like a Doctor Strange. Uh, oh, look at that! Oh man. So, um, yeah, it is. Uh, it's I'm 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 so deep into the comic game. It's crazy how how it started. I mean, I'll just tell you the story. Like, I collected sure. comics from like. 1975 to 1995 and then after the uh -huh. kind of the crash of the 90s i bailed it and like didn't look at my comics until kind of COVID hit and i had i still had them all you know boxes and thousands and thousands so basically everything from that era i had oh, you know wow. pretty much everything and um missing some keys i got hulk 180 and hulk 182 and i'm like Mom, where were we that week that Hulk 181 came out? Like, what in the hell? <laughs> where were we? <laughs> That's the first Wolverine. I was just like, God, going through, like, God damn it. Why is this one not here? But, um, and then I just started looking at, um, I was just thinking, like, I got to sell these things. Let me, let me take the time to sell these. I'm not going to take them to my grave. So what the hell? And yeah. then as I started learning about pressing and cleaning and slabbing them and great and oh, the whole yeah. I had no idea how the whole how the whole comic world worked. Oh my god! There's, I got sucked, so dude. I got sucked deep back into it, like mm -hmm. I'm hardcore now. <laughs> and like the music thing is like way off to the side now, and it's like 
It's 2724 comic books. And it's just really cool to discover that it's got its own community and it's got its own. Oh, definitely a big community. Yeah. And it's in it. And everyone's super like in the metal world. It's a lot like the metal world, man. Everyone's cool. Everyone, you know, um, likes to hang out and help each other. And the, the trust factor for the money that goes around, I'm like, let me get this straight. Like, I don't know you. I just met you on a freaking direct message on Instagram. I'm going to send, I'm going to PayPal you a thousand bucks, friends and family, no protection. And then you're just going <laughs> to send me this comic. That I, and, and the guy's like, yep, that's yep. how it works. And I'm like, that's all right, well, here it goes. And you send the money. And, and here like, you go. And, you know, I've only been ripped off, you know, once and I'm being ripped off by a guy that I hung out with for like a year straight and did like a hundred million deals with him. And this guy just oh, vanished man. off the face of the earth. I'm like, dude, did you get hit by a car? Like, where have you gone? So it's, mm. it's, it's, pretty yeah, it, it, it doesn't feel good. No, it's, but it's pretty crazy to discover like that, that, that level of trust is, is what's in the comic community and it works, man. I mean, that's how. Yeah. That's how deals are done. And now with whatnot, you know, I, I was one of the early guys to get in whatnot. Whatnot okay. is humongous and it, it's a great way to meet new people. And um, now I'm doing an exclusive. I'm doing one. I'm doing a whatnot exclusive, which will be oh. my first. Yeah. My first one. Um, okay. That's some horror comic. I got these guys hit me up to get in with them. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll do an exclusive. Do and it. I might do a, I might do a Marvel exclusive, but, you know, down the line. Okay. Yeah great it's the normal progression and um so and then i'm you know people are knowing me through this comic book thing and i'm you got to tune into one of my shows and i'm doing i'll roll i'll roll like i'm bill clinton for like five minutes and then i'll roll like i'm jesse ventura like i'm doing all these voices and impersonations <laughs> and shit. oh man no wonder you have a a, a following yeah <laughs> i'm pretty funny on that I'm like, I like say I'm like 27 to 30 chuckles per hour is the, is the ratio. <laughs> and then I do tons of giveaways. I'm like, I'm trying to be the number one giveaway king. There you on, go. On whatnot, which is cool. Everybody um, loves giveaways. Yeah. And then when they discover that I'm like the singer in a metal band, like they have no clue. And then right, they'll go exactly. look me up on yeah, YouTube right. and they'll see you know, some video of me in front of a shit ton of people like with me wailing. They're like, holy, we didn't know. Wow. You know, (laughs) when they say you're in a, you know, you tell somebody you're in a band, they're like, oh, that's cute. He's got a little band. But then when they tune into my shit, they're just like, oh, uh, a little band. No, (laughs) no, no. Yeah, I can kind of sing a little bit. Yes, you definitely can. And that's a great segue into the next part. So as, uh, you know, one thing that I really admire and love about cage is like all the songs are just not just a song but it's like a storyline and the lyrics are just intricate very very uh intricate in the story and and the musicianship is very very superior of course but it's just a great thing like each album is just amazing yeah i i really appreciate you know people that talk I, I get compliments on the lyrics because man, I've, I've got some, I got some, gems. I, I, uh, I've come up, you know, you can only rhyme so many words, man. There's only that's true. so many words that rhyme with lost and, you know, <laughs> and to go like cost, holla, you know, it's, it's not easy to come up with like new words. I'm very proud of the fact I've never used the word dragon in a song yet. And I'm okay. in the power metal world. 
right i've never used the word dragon that is a tough achievement to do but i but we have a new i'm breaking that in the new cage record i'm breaking that rule the 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 word dragon will be used in the cage coming up uh spoiler alert but um Uh, yeah man i mean you know the, the hell destroyer you know concept album was not only had the lyrics but it also had stuff in between the lyrics that kind of continued the story that kind of like talked about what was happening going into the next song and then you know with the ancient evil album which was a full-on horror concept uh thing not only did i fill in i wrote the whole like paperback book 150 pages that went with it there's a there's a um you know the audio book there's the kindle version of the book and we sold out of the books. I mean, I, I think I pressed like a thousand of them and I'm, I was at home going, fuck, do I even have a copy for myself? I had, I found like two copies. Oh my God. Yeah. The funny story is we went, we went on one of our tours. We did, we played Israel. Tel Aviv is the first stop. And when you're, when you're flying internationally, you know, weight is always a problem. So you're packing all this merch and like every ounce is precious. And so we had like 30 books and, you know, they're like, fuck the books, dude, leave them. They weigh a lot, leave them. I'm like, no, fuck that. I'm bringing some books. And dude, we sold out of the books on the first show, like 30 books gone. And we're like, God, gone. next time, dude, we got to bring more fucking books. I told you. <laughs> uh, apparently those Israelis like to read, I guess. But um, yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, you know, right. The lyrical content is I don't like to a lot of people write in just a bunch of vague metaphors. And, you know, I don't that's cool to a certain point, but I like to be a little bit literal so you can really grasp oh, the, the imagery and the environment that I picture I'm trying to paint. Yeah, uh, as you as you listen to the song, you can definitely have an imagery, a picture of what. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Cool. Well, speak, speaking of books uh, that um, we have an author, of course, with Greg. Greg knows about oh, yeah. uh, about books and uh, nice. and writing them. Cool. As well, I did not know that. With your favorite word, dragon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right? Definitely, definitely dragon with Greg. Definitely. I do have my western now. Don't forget that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, Greg. You know what? You know what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for. The MCU takes all those Western characters and does the Western MCU. Kid Colt, Two Gun Kid, Red Wolf, all the freaking characters in a Western vibe. That would be so freaking cool, I think. Marvel Western. That would be awesome. I would love a Western. It's been a long time since they've had a really good Western. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, westerns are fucking great, man. I love what I love, and then you know they have all those. Did you see that uh, freaking Wesley Snipes weird, freaky western movie? I don't even know the name of it. That Probably not on. because when they started remaking them, I was like, you yeah. can't remake a western. But yeah. you you should check this. This is like a movie unlike you've ever seen. It's like Mad Max meets you know, um, Quick and the Dead or something. It's one of those really weird. Okay. We, Weird, yeah, it, it it's, it's it's a cult classic. Yeah, Wesley Snipes plays this badass gunslinger, and it's is just it like on, uh, Netflix. I don't know where it is, but you okay. know, Google it. It's uh, it's it's definitely worth a watch because it's like you know, freakazoid characters all through this western and um, uh, a little bit of the supernatural. Anyways, but I digress. Right. Keep going, guys. All right. Uh, so. 
with uh, Cage and Death Dealer. Uh, they are definitely uh, different apples and oranges, correct? Well, yeah, they're two different bands, but I mean, it's still me, you know, so yeah. I've got my style. But you know, we have, you know, Stu Marshall does all the Death Dealer stuff, and so he's got his style. And, you right. know, I've got Dave and Casey in the Cage, but also... You know the Cage guys are doing the Three Tremor stuff too, which is the uh, the third band, which oh, is yeah. me and yeah, Ripper yeah. and Harry. And um, so those two albums have been great. Um, mm -hmm. And that you know the the video we we that's another that's the other song we did, Kryptonian Steel, with the okay. uh, Three Tremors. So that was my first DC song, yeah. and we put out a video we put out a lyric video of that, which we took a bunch of Superman anime and put that all over that. I love that song, Kryptonian Steel. Yeah. And, yep. um, then the, the 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 first single from the last three tremors record was called Bone Breaker, and that's all these cool comic strip clips. Um, oh man, that video, that video, that video came out really good. Oh man, that, that's incredible. Yeah, so um, it's con you know metal and comics are there's a ton of metal heads in the comics. So I'm throwing I'm finding out through the whatnot thing like there's all you know these oh, people have their usernames. It's like death metal and freaking comics or slayer 69 and, <laughs> and i'm like hey man good to see all you metalheads in here buying comics and oh, you yeah. know all these bands are putting out comics too and i have a, a new project with some you know that, that's kind of a secret I'm, i don't know if i told you about it when i saw you at the the texas thing but um yeah. did i tell you about it the secret uh, one maybe yeah. it's, it's with been a, a while there's a band power, right now that it's, it's, it's kind of the remnants of the Denner Sherman thing, plus some oh okay, some big names. And oh um, yeah, if like that, that ever comes to fruition, I'm I'm I might do a comic book for that. Okay, with, with the well, band. Well, bring it so. to Texas, please. Oh hell yeah! If this if I can ever get these guys off their ass I'm to uh, <laughs> finish this for sure, please bring it to Texas. But I have I'm, one of my good friends works for the company that just put out the Evanescence comic and the freaking Disturbed oh. comic, and they're doing all that. So he's deep in that company, and so okay, um, okay. I would have an easy I would have an easy way to make it happen, which would be cool. Good, good. Now, I have a question: Do you do your recording at home or? Yeah, I record all my vocals at home, which is, you know, it, it's like, and it's really weird because I'm sitting down while I record. So I'm at this laptop and I'm like, you know, and then I like push stop. So it's very strange that I record all these insane songs sitting down because I'm putting, pushing the stop go button myself. And the other thing that's interesting about recording the way I do it is like the, the album version of the song is the first time I've ever sang the song. So like I'll get the song, you know, the instrumentation from the guys. We'll tweak it around a little bit. I'll come up with the vocal lines and the melodies and the lyrics, and then I'll get them all lined up, and then I'll record it. I don't do any scratch vocals. I just record it like this is it. You know, this is as good as it's gonna get. Maybe uh -huh. we'll go if we have another idea. But usually, like the first time I ever sang it is the album version of the song. So that's oh wow, that's incredible. That's kind of interesting. An interesting little side note. I love it. Very nice. And have you ever, I know you said that all your songs are basically stories, basically. Do you, have you ever thought of doing a whole album as one story? 
Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. The Hell Destroyer album is one story. That's the that's kind of the ultimate heaven versus hell. It goes from the it's a re, you it's a really cool one. It's got a lot of religious conspiracy in it. it. Goes from the crucifixion of Christ all the way to like a demon invasion of the earth until they kill the devil, and then a hundred years into the future, into the golden age, until the where they resurrect the devil again, which as the metal devil, of course. And then we did a sequel to a sequel song to that um, whole concept album called Hell Destroyer versus Metal Devil, um, which is a full Ooh. comic book thing when you do a sequel and you have the two big bads fight. Uh, and then again, the ancient evil thing was a whole concept album where I, where I said I did the book. Yeah, I've done that. And then, you know, um, done some mini stories, but a lot of it, you know, I do some of there's a lot, you do a lot of topics like, you know, good old rebellion songs with a bunch of metaphors about you know freedom and resistance and stuff, uh, and tread on me stuff and then um do a lot of his historical songs i mean i've done you know uh d-day just did genghis khan um you know and then we do a lot of conspiracy theories the nazi bell you know the d glock which is yeah. a really cool one um I've done, I haven't done Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster, but Priest did Loch Ness Monster. But I've done, you know, shadow people, freaking <laughs> tons of UFO shit. Uh, vampires. Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, vampires. You have, if you don't have at least one vampire or a witch song on your album, you're just not. You, I mean, you gotta have it. It's kind of a requirement. It's kind of a requirement, um, definitely. Yeah. And then, um, I have a ton of great sexual innuendo songs, but none of my bands will let me use them. They can't. I got. I, have, I could be the king. I mean, Steel Panther needs to let me ghostwrite for them because I've just got some golden, golden songs that I that I gotta somehow see the light of day. I need to put together a side solo band. I, I have a picture of like me on the cover with just like ten smoking hot strippers. Uh, and then it'll be like, it'll be called something generic, like hot night in the streets, like something generic like that. Yeah, you're right. And right. then it's all, I mean, I'll give you a lyric right now. You want a little sample of how just the, the gold that I'm sitting on? Check this one out. Okay. You okay. know, I like to party almost every night. So if you bring your girlfriend, I will treat her right. So... Come on, be my genie, baby, grant my wish. The three of us together makes a tasty dish. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> I'm here all night. Okay, all night. He's here all night. I mean, come on. Come on, come on. Oh, wow. Just a sample, just a small taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Comic I, uh, um, so last week I just uh, got back from my vacation uh, to Atlanta, Georgia, for the Prague Power. Oh yeah, you went to that. Cool. Yes, yes. And uh, have you ever been? Uh, I, I know Cage played one year. Yeah. Long ago. Yeah. We played it long ago. Um, and have you ever uh, gotten asked asked back? No, I think um, they probably think we're too far right wing extremists or something to play there. Oh, okay. I don't know, man. There, there's a lot of weird, there's a lot of weirdness in that whole um, yeah, yeah environment. I've, I've, come to, 
I've come to realize that year by they, year and year by year. There's a lot of triggered people in that. I don't even, I'm not even, I don't even talk political shit online either. Um, I don't know how I got dragged into it, but I think I'm dry. I, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. But uh, <laughs> I mean, you would think the three tremors would be a great one to be there. Death Dealer would be a great one to oh, play. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, come on. Uh, when we played it, we annihilated the place. They, oh, 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 there's no question. You definitely annihilation. No question. Were you there? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, shit. Dude, people were just like. They weren't even clapping, dude. They were just, we would get done and there'd be like silence. And then there was then like, they were, they were, because uh, the time <laughs> that you were there, there was like a few bands that were before you were just like, well, no, we played uh, first. You know, I think and, we played first. Yeah. yeah and then they were um, like, oh my God. It was, um, you know, a couple of people like, dude, that was the heaviest, fastest band we've ever had at this thing. And we were we were on fire that day too. Like oh, luckily, definitely, definitely, we yeah. happened to just be and we have a we it's on our DVD our DVD is that show. Okay. But, um, and then like, you know, eight hours later I went up and sang Red Sharks with the Prince of Glory thing, which is oh, one of the hardest hardest songs to sing in the history of heavy one. metal. Yeah, huh? yeah. I said that's a tough one. Yeah. Getting up cold after eight hours of yeah, but I did pretty good. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's a video. That's the that I think's the only video from that whole show is the video of me and Nils from Pagan's Mind doing that. Oh, because I got the footage and I paid to have it edited and I put it up online and like Crimson Glory, they're just sitting on that footage and they never put it out or anything. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad they put it out. Well, I put it out. Memorable time, believe me. Yeah, that was a that was a great one. But um, no, haven't been back and um. I think Death Dealer would be a good one to have there because we got Ross the Boss and you know we haven't played for a while. That would be that would I be think, kind of a cool I thing think, for them. I think there. definitely definitely Death Dealer and the Three Tremors. No question. Yeah, Three Tremors would be great. But um, the Three Tremors is an amazing show. I mean, you, I, you, none of you guys have seen it, but you know it's different than everything. It's it's super gnarly, um, and then there's three insane but i mean i'm the weakest link of all, all three vocalists you know, <laughs> i think you i think you said that once before too as well that was the only way i was going to be one of the three tremors is if i started it like that's you know if you if you get if you get into a pyramid scheme you want to start it that's the way to do it start at the top <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is uh that's the only way i was going to become a three tremor but um it's that's a great the songs are great and the three of us together is just like there's nothing like it you know? and the album covers are absolutely sick all my album covers are sick man I, except oh, for man. the very first cage album which is one of the worst album covers in his the metal history my first cage album cover <laughs> but it's kind of like i'm kind of stoked that it's so bad that it's, it's it's in the top because when that album came out, everybody loved it, and everyone in Europe was like, "What the fuck is with this album cover? Like, why does it look like it?" <laughs> the album cover looks like ROM. It it looks like a ROM ripoff. Uh, and it was, I had a I had a friend that was you know three into three D modeling back then in nineteen ninety eight, and like no one did that back then. Nobody. And so I thought it was cool. Like, dude, we'll have the first three D model cover. It's gonna be sick, and uh, it's horrible. But I kind of like that it's horrible now. <laughs> Now I, I do see the San Diego had them on top of your head there. I, I will say I did go to boot camp in San Diego. All right, but uh, how often do you go to the San Diego Comic Con? 
or do you even try to anymore? Well, um, so I wasn't really in, you know, I wasn't freaking out on comics. So I would only go if like I'd get a, I'd get a hookup and the one right before COVID, which was what, 2019. Yep, 2019. Uh, DJ Will from KNAC, who's a well-known dude. He's like, dude, I got a free pass for you if Sunday if you want it. I'm like, fuck it. I'll go down, you know. I'll oh, go down there. Yeah. And um, I went down there and tripped around. And I ended up buying some comics. And I'm so stoked. Because I, I got a Silver Surfer 1 there for oh only 400 bucks. Just because I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm not collecting comics. But this is cool. Which is a lot of money for me to spend on a comic back then when I wasn't even into it. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm gonna buy. And that thing's like, you know, 3000 bucks now. And so that was, and I bought some other old, you know, beat up what old ones. Buy. And so it was great that I bought the comics that I did um, at that show. And I didn't know a year later I was going to be freaking the comics would possess 24 hours of my day every day. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And then um, this year it looks like I'm going again because my friend, one of my, my buddies in the comic scene is he's speaking on a panel and um, he's going to hook me up. So I'll be going there again. I've been, I didn't realize how many comic cons there were, dude. I mean, there's like mm -hmm. one every two weeks down here in Southern California. It's crazy. There's like, there's two before the comic con, like July 3rd and then July, the week before is Torpedo Con. Oh my like goodness. Right, right before uh, that one. So, and I go to all of them and, you know, I usually bring like three, four grand in cash and I come back with like 10 bucks and I'm like, fuck, how did I spend, how did I spend 4,000 bucks again? I thought I already had everything, you know? And when you're, but, uh, uh, when you're on tour, do you uh, always look up some of the conventions in that area? Well, I don't look, I don't look up the conventions, but I mean, the last Tremors tour we did last November, um, you know, we'd pull into town, everyone would go fall asleep in the hotel room, and I'd jump in the van and drive to every freaking comic store that I, you know, Googling them. <laughs> I mean, freaking pouring down rain, dark, <laughs> somewhere in Ohio, no fucking idea where I am, GPS, you know, like, G GPS. a comic shop is on your left, and I go in, and there'll be some old freaking derelict there and smelly comic boxes and i'm like oh yeah this is you know yeah, that, yeah and i just bought yeah. i was shipping boxes of com i i left and then you know some of the fans were giving me comics this one dude brought me three freaking short boxes of spawn and batman he's like hey oh man you know, i want you to have these and i'm like fuck yeah and so yeah, ripper just i left, had to leave two box full short boxes of comic ripper's house he just mailed them to me like two weeks ago <laughs> He's like, dude, am I gonna send you these comics or what? I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot all about that. Yes. Yeah, does uh, does dude, Ripper like comics? Cool. Like, what's that? Does Ripper like comics? No, fuck, he doesn't. <laughs> comic book, come on. You gotta have you gotta have imagination to like comic books. <laughs> <laughs> I guess here goes my my next question. I might as well not even ask that now. What was that? I've seen a lot of. I know this year I saw, and probably the year before, some of the Comic Cons actually having bands play for them or play at their Comic Cons. Of course, some of them do dress up, but have you thought about doing a, well, two, two, a comic two year, 
two years of the San Diego Comic Con, we had uh, one year had a booth there, and we had a big. Uh, it was back in '99, <laughs> the first Cage record, and I had like I had, I had a booth at the Comic Con, and I had the freaking Cage record, and I had a little CD player. And I'm like, give me, come here, listen to five seconds of this. And I put it on. It would start out with that opening screen. And they're like ten bucks, boom, sold. And we sold like five hundred CDs of that thing. It was insane. Okay. And then we did two, two years in a row. We had this giant party there before the whole party circuit was organized. There, we had this thing called the Rock Carnival, and it was raging. All right. All kinds of freaking. We had like thirty strippers at one, and it was insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then you, we went, uh, huh? I said, uh, would you now uh, consider doing a? Uh, comic-con convention with your uh cage and death dealer stuff i would totally play a comic-con uh okay. convention that'd be that'd be i mean i we did what we did one event a few years like two years ago like right before COVID. it was during the comic-con it was the transformers event that we played okay all the big of transformers all the big the voice dudes there and the and the guy that had we played second, the guy that headlined it was like some famous uh, fucking transformer song. I don't know what the fuck he was. He had so much shit on stage. And I was like, dude, get this shit off the like 20 keyboards. Like, you're never even gonna fucking play all these keyboards. Get your shit up anyway. But I would totally oh, I would totally do that. That would be fun as shit. All right. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, speaking of Transformers, I was actually just reading today that they're having a new Hasbro's coming out with a, a dead Optimus Prime. That's smart. Just it was that. funny. Yep. They had they had the um that big Omicron thing, the big like sphere, and they had the prototype for it, and they were showing it off and it was all blocked off and shit, all these lights and people taking cameras, and someone went to do something and they fucking knocked it off the table and it fucking broke all over we're just oh, like no. oh no yeah it was great we're like ah, ah. <laughs> they're like this is a two hundred thousand dollar prototype and then it fell yeah unicron and then it fucking fell on the ground <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like, oh lord that's heavy metal that's metal right there that's metal that's just all awesome right there <laughs> it's, it's, those are the rock and roll uh the rock and roll stories of um comic books yeah so but i'm i'm deep in the whatnot game i'm deep in instagram like i wasn't really a big instagram guy it was you know facebook was where i marketed most of the, the band stuff yeah and i um you know when i get when i was getting on whatnot they're like hey we need we want to see you you know have a, a good size amount of followers on instagram i'm like i don't even do instagram i mean i got a million followers on Facebook. And so I went on Instagram and just started working it. And now like I'm, I'm doing pretty good on Instagram and I'm like, this is a pain in the ass. I can't post a YouTube video. It's like, I got like Facebook, mm -hmm. you can just post anything and it's there. Right. right. Instagram is such a little bitch about shit like that. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's where the comic book community lives is on Instagram. And um, yes, they do. Um, so I quickly learned that. And then, you know, like I said, what I was an early guy and whatnot on the top whatnot guys right now. Anytime I go in someone else's stream to, you know, buy something like, oh, hell, this story is here. They act like the fucking, 
they act like you know Rob Halford just walked into the crowd like some big. <laughs> It makes you feel good inside. Yeah. It's good to be wanted, and definitely, and, uh, it's good to be wanted and cherished. But that's cool that you're doing comic cons, man. I, maybe I got to come out to one of those. Oh, definitely. We'd love to definitely. have. Definitely. I know Elle's working with one right now. That's in three week, two and a half, two weeks, and two days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, just, Lake Jackson. You got to send me some. Uh, you know, see, show me what this what they look like. Um, I've seen just some insane. I mean, we just did the deal where we bought out the whole booth. You know, that was like forty grand. We bought the whole booth out, and wow. but I've seen people just come up with like fifty grand in cash for a comic. Like, here you go, here's fifty. And oh, then they just, absolutely, you know, like, I've seen it. Yep. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen you know uh, people come in, uh, actually, you know, collectors and of course vendors as well, and they'll just come up to some booth. And just like start buying all the long boxes, you know. Yeah. Start stacking them up, you know. Um, well, we got a hell of a deal on what we got. It was I was just like, really? Like, let's do it and get out of here before he realizes what the fuck he did. It was crazy. <laughs> um, get out of here. Yeah. Let's <laughs> fucking grab it and go. But um my my hell destroyer comics credo is quit your job, dump your wife or girlfriend put the kids up for adoption or send them to military school or maybe get them incarcerated, frame them for some like minor crime. They can go to Juby hall and focus more on comic books. You'll be a lot happier. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on the back of my hell destroyer comic book shirt. Okay. That's it. And, um, but yeah, it's just been, it's been fun as shit. I mean, I've been buying, I just keep, buying more expensive and more expensive comics and they're hard assets and they may the right ones maintain their value. And then you can speculate on shit and that mm -hmm. that's really fun. And right. I mean, it just gives you, it's just so much more fun to sit here and look at this instead of a Bitcoin thing on the internet or like some stock. This is just so gives you so much more joy <laughs> just by looking at it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right, right. So if you look at the comic books during recessions, they do really, really well. Hard assets is where you want to put your money right now. Take it from the hell. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, where can I know the places you can be found and whatnot? Do you have any handles that these people can look you up at? On well, we, Facebook, uh, whatnot, YouTube. Well, we have um, yeah, the YouTube channel is Steel Cartel. So YouTube slash Steel Cartel, tons of killer videos. I was doing the Metal Daily News for a while, which was really funny. Um, yeah, that th that was very very cool. Yeah, I got to do. People are jonesing for the metal. I did some simple solutions videos where I would teach you how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a bowl of cereal, how to turn on a light switch, <laughs> <laughs> basics. Those videos were quite popular. I just showed you how fucking bored I was during COVID, but those those had a cult following. Um, and then I, then I, I started, a, you know, there's some comic book videos in there now too, like the Comic Cons, and there's a video of us buying the, the booth and, you know, hauls from the Comic Con. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, so there's some there's a com, there's a whole comic um, category in there. So that's YouTube.com slash Steel Cartel. And then Instagram, I'm Hell Destroyer Comics. Uh, same with whatnot. And then you can look me up, you know, all the bands, death dealer, cageheavymetal.com, steelcartel.com. You can find all the bands, the, the three tremors.com. And right. um, 
anyone that hits me up on you know social media, I answer everybody. So you want to hit yeah, me up? You, and, you definitely do, and I appreciate yeah, so that. It, I like to interact with people, and that's that's a lot part of the fun, man. Well, and that's one say, thing. That's one thing I, at the Power Fest that I uh, uh, definitely uh, was excited about. But you were so interactive with everybody, uh, all the fans, uh, and of course all the bands as well. And, I uh, stole a never... bunch of comics from you. I got like a, yeah. I got the first Captain Universe from you. I got, I gave you twenty bucks for all those comics. I'm like, this dude doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, I remember Let's that. <laughs> and and at the time, I was like, yeah, yeah, twenty, you know. But then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I definitely ripped you okay. off in that deal. I, I made you happy, so you know. I was stoked, man. That's Thank what you. It's all about. Yeah, right. and. Um, I remember, uh, you know, your booth was like not too far from mine and you were over there signing everything and everybody was like just so into you and like you were like talking about different things and they were like listening and it was like awesome. Was well, there's, so so, I mean, it's hanging with the people, the performing is the fun, first fun part. Second fun part is getting to hang with cool people like you. And that's kind of the comic book thing too. It's just the all the cool people and you got you're sharing a love for either heavy metal or comic books and and excited about it and it's just like it's you know it's what makes life worth living and uh that's why you know some people don't even go out to their merch booth i'm at the merch booth all the time you know oh yeah definitely yeah. it and talking about it and you want to take a picture and you want to well, i'm here all night now let's hang out and let's talk and you know i've got friends all around the world that way like you know we roll into freaking Sophia, Bulgaria, and there's like 10 dudes. I feel, you know, just like, bro, you know, oh it's, it's, really, it's really cool to have people like, oh, those people on Facebook aren't really your friends. Like these people are really my friends because I fucking see them in real life. You know what? You're right. Yeah. Great, great point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Now I have to say, I give you big kudos for Instagram because I'm trying to get into it for the comic con that I'm running. And it's just hell with all the uploads and <laughs> hashtags. And I still hashtags. haven't figured it out. Like, how do I load a five-minute video with a different segment? Like, how does that work? I can't. How does that work? I can't figure well, it out. So I need, a, I need a five-year-old to teach me how to use it. I'm still trying to figure out how to hook it up to the to the group page. So that's all like, those kids, uh, all those uh, kids nowadays know how to do all that. Well, my kid is, in, you know, he's pretty, he's kid's pretty big in Hollywood right now. And he's got like 300,000 followers or something. Oh, uh, my God. Wow. He's on Euphoria and White Lotus. And now he's filming fourth season of You. So I'm going to have to ask him for some pointers because he's a freaking, he's a, he's an IG monster. <laughs> I like that. IG monster. I like that. Yeah. Well, I know Amy's good at it. I think she would probably help me out. I'm hoping. Well, tell Amy she missed out because we had a hell of a time today. Definitely. That's right. And CJ, but I know CJ wasn't feeling the best. She had a migraine. Yes. You know what? I hate She needs to freaking toughen up. <laughs> you were in World War III right now, and you said, I can't do it because I have a migraine. Like, get your ass down there, soldier. <laughs> Listen to some metal. Yeah. <laughs> migraine all right guys metal. well i do want to thank you for being on tonight that was fun it was much appreciated 
And yes. for everybody else, our next show will actually be Tuesday. But until then, be paying attention to chaotic, chaotic freedom celebration. Chaotic freedom celebration. It is a Comic Con. It's in Lake Jackson. But until Tuesday, everyone. 